2013, you've tuned in to DG Radio. And, like, we are your hosts, Hilden and Mo. And, uh, no John tonight. No. He's a pussy. He died in a tragic longboarding accident. He did. It was sad. Just when we got into it, dead. He got up on the lady snatch and it (laughs) it betrayed him. Okay, we have to talk about about longboards a little bit. Okay, so uh, I don't know where the audience last picked us up, but I think it went something like this. You were all like, dude, longboard. Fuck, I got two coming. I got one upstairs. Got to check this out. Holy shit's awesome. Uh, John was the, holy shit, yeah, I'm buying one. I just got to convince my wife to spend the money. And I'm like, fuck no. And then I was like, and then after one of the, after one of the shows, I can't remember if the listeners had uh, were included in this, I, I stepped on one. Yes. Because you like sat, you said, just, just, stand, just stand on, on it. it. And I almost died. It was amazing. I almost I really died. Didn't believe I'm not exaggerating, but I almost died. Yeah. And, you really uh, did almost die. And so Mo was like, yeah, maybe this isn't a good idea for you. And I'm like, see? But. You know, because they're both assholes, they they kept pushing, and they're like, so this last weekend, um, the the kids were bored, so we all, and it was nice weather, so we all hung out at, at John's place. And, and it's enjoyed. important to know that we stopped by the zombie board shop where John gave me a gift certificate for my birthday. Right, of course. That none of the rest of you assholes sent any gifts for. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bastards. And uh, so we got in there, bought a helmet for my melon. There you go. That I had left in the car, because I don't want to get that all scratched up. And uh, and he says, when we go in, he's like, your only mission is to keep me from buying a longboard. I said, okay. You knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh, I, and he of course knew I too. Did. Of course I did. Because <laughs> you were then, talking about. We picked one up and I was like, mm, you know what? He picked one or he picked one off the shelf. I'm like, that one right there? How much is that? And it was like 180, 175, I think. And then yeah. so, you know, tax on it. And I was like, oh. how much was that one you're looking at online? And he t- a hundred dollars more than this the dude i don't want to ruin this for you but uh the difference between this one and the one online grip tape <laughs> yeah of this course. one is squishy grip uh-huh. tape which is luxurious and new yeah and the one online is not so you know you can order it online not pay sales tax pay a hundred bucks more and wait a week yeah there you go or we can go home and just ride up and down the street right now. <laughs> and he folded like a paper oh, bag. Was, not even a paper bag. <laughs> a wet paper yes, bag. Yes, yes. Oh, That's awesome. Amazing. So we had three longboards sitting out there. And kids running around playing. And you guys are going up to the driveway. And, uh, and they're, you're like, get on the fucking board. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. No way. I'm not doing it. And, uh, well, you already tried the big busting boards one. That one was the one that you stepped on. That was like, oh, yeah. scary. Uh, and then I had to pee. And while I was peeing, John comes up and screams through the bathroom door, Hilden's on a long board. Like, damn it, he's not. I'm peeing. I want to see Because, see, I had about two beers at that point, And right. suddenly I'm like, hmm. That's the perfect amount to try longboarding. Maybe, maybe, maybe that, that looks kind of fun. Maybe it I should, it, I don't it know. It helps your equilibrium beer. Well, I got the confidence. Like, I, I, I could envision myself could sailing on a board and just being totally balanced oh, and cool. Oh, yeah. I was still going to die, but that right. part of my receptors was like, liquid I don't know courage. what you're talking about. Yeah, liquid, liquid courage. courage. So I think I tried, oh, was it John's first or yours? I tried yours first. The short one. Oh, yeah. And it was a little sketchy. I was yeah. like, you know, well, I feel the, I said. The trucks I, are very loose on it right yeah, now. Yeah, and, well, and I was not, I didn't, you know, getting well, on and, it, it was the hard part. 
bored. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, uh, it's fun, but not fun because I feel like all I'm trying to do is save my life right. every three seconds, and right. I'm like, that sucks. And then Co- I think beer I, later. Oh, then I said, you know, you really should try John's. And I tried John's. I went onto the street. And I just kept trying it and trying it until finally I sort of got the idea of how to get fucking on this right. bitch. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. Then it's like the Cadillac yeah. of longboards. Because John's board, what needs to be explained, is he bought a pintail. But, uh, so the busting board, the complex that I bought, the long one, is supposed to be sort of snowboardish, is how they, they describe it. So John's is, and that's a 42-inch board with a 31-inch wheelbase, I think. 31 or 32-inch wheelbase. Uh, John's is, we're standing in the store and the guy's like, yeah, I think it's 42. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's longer than that. This seems like a really big skateboard. Yeah. And uh, we got home and like, yeah, that's 46. And the wheelbase, of course, is even further. And of course, the the general rule is the wider the wheelbase, the more stable you are. Sure. And uh, that's, and this one has a little spring in it, so it's kind of cushiony. Like you're yep. like you're riding in the you know Mean Gene mobile. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's oh, a yeah. great yeah, it's a great ride. Uh, it's so good, so good. So, I'm looking forward to buying the 48 inch, Jesus, super long board because it, it's just so casual. Yeah. That one I won't even have to try. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so fun. Like, and then at the end of the night, I had been on all three of them. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm in. I'm in the gang. Yep. It was a lot of fun though. Blue and Lady was cool. Yeah, and, and, and well, because John and the I had a design on the bottom of his, and all it doesn't say Lady Snatches <laughs> at all, but it's all I can see when I see the thing. I'm like, it looks like Lady Snatch to well, me. Well, it says Land Yachts, <laughs> but it's Y A C H T Z, and okay, it looks yeah, like right. Lady Snatches. I'm like, look at Lady Snatches. It's one word, Land Yachts. Yeah, that's the brand which we now have co-opted to Lady Snatches. It's, yeah, so we're the we're the Lady Snatches. The Blue Wheel Lady Snatches. Blue Wheel Lady Everybody Snatches. Everybody has blue wheels in the. <laughs> In the gang. In the gang. So you got to get blue wheels on your on your, your board. All right. Lady Snatches. could be awesome. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. We should, like, we're like the Red Hat. The little, <laughs> exactly. little ladies Red Hat Club. Exactly. But we're the blue wheeled Lady Snatches. What we should do is we should be the gang that antagonizes the Red Hat yeah. Ladies. Oh, we'll be rivals. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bitches. This is our territory. Those goddamn Lady Snatches with the blue wheels. It's <laughs> we should crash their bowling events. <laughs> their little garden parties. They have book clubs. You old bags! Yeah! <laughs> and Steal we, all the marble rise. We won't even be wearing helmets. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be so dangerous. Yeah. No shit. I love it. So longboards. Longboards are a fucking good time. Oh, and we should also mention uh, what we're drinking because um, oh, this while is, we were over at John's, yeah. uh, Christine picked up. I was with her and she sh- says, Shells. should I get this? And yeah. I was just like, should I get this? It's <laughs> like, well, Christine, why don't we look at what's in it? Okay. And so then I pulled out a bottle and I said, oh, it's ale brewed with coriander and salt. Yeah, it's said, Shell's Goose Town. John is going to like this. She's okay, I'll buy it then. It's He's really fucking good. There's something about the salt. Yeah. I don't know why, but it I, just does it for me. This beer is making me thirsty. This beer is making me thirsty. Exactly. I can't stop drinking it. Um, yeah, no, but it's uh, Shell's Goose Town. Goose Town. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if this is a seasonal, seasonal or, or what it is. I don't but know. It's really good. I enjoy it, man. It's a great summer beer. It might be a populist beer, but I I, I think oh, I, I think I like it. I don't know. And uh, we have uh, we're gonna pull out some uh, Blue Moon Agave Nectar. Yeah, speaking of populist Which, beers, yeah, exactly. Uh, to uh, try that later, see what it's like. I like Blue Moon. I know a lot of the beer snobs are all they're all bitchy about it. I don't I don't snatchy. fucking get it, but they're all yeah, lady snatchy. 
lady snatches. But uh, whatever. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we'll do a little beer tasting thing. It's it's a a nice easy drink. Uh, but because John is gone and he usually sets our agenda, uh, we're fucking lazy pieces of shit. I ain't looking up (coughs) crap. Right. So uh, because let's face it, he sets the agenda and doesn't do the only thing he was invited here for. Yeah, but fuck it. So uh, you know, I built that fucking light box right there for that poster. (laughs) That son of a bitch never lights it up. Anyway, uh, so we're not going to either. No, no, it's not our job. It's his job. Not my job. That's right. I'm a government employee. Not That's my job. Right. Not my job. <laughs> I'm a union man. <laughs> I actually am right. a union man, but that's irrelevant. I'm two unions. <laughs> I'm so union. I'm in He's two. super union. I'm super union man. Um, yeah, we're going to do a vinyl show. I'm tonight. more of the fuck John union. <laughs> there you go. I'm the president of that union. Yeah. So we're going to do a vinyl show tonight. We got a bunch of stuff. Um, I was in a wicked 70s, and anybody knew who sounds 70s mood, so I brought all kinds of 70s oh, shit. sweet. Mo got much more cool than I. Mine's are pretty, mine are pretty sappy, cheesy stuff. It's, it's pretty hard to beat but, my uh, stack of, but of vinyl But, Mo, explain what, you're all, yours is all almost from, like, one company, isn't it? Yeah, so we, uh, the last, I don't know, was it the last episode we did, which we haven't released yet? Um, no, we've released last week. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't listen to our podcast. I know. I'm told we have one. Yeah. Um. So that was uh, Lightning Hopkins. So yeah. I'd order. No, I bought it from Records. Oh, that's right. Records Record Store Day. Day. That was yeah. the thing. Um, so I thought, well, we should look this up. And John, you know, jumped on the, the publisher's website. Arhuli is the uh, name of the publisher or the label. And I thought, well, I, I'm going to go dig around there, see what else is there. Holy shit. A lot of amazing stuff. And I spent a lot of money. Yes. But I was so in love with this Lightning Hopkins record. I'm like, I need, I need more of this. Well, what I found were, uh, so that Lightning Hopkins, you may remember, was a reissue, included a download card, Badass, which is what yeah, I wish yeah. the fucking label would do now. But, uh, so I dug in a little bit into the blues section, and I found that they had re-released their first, like the, their, the very first records they ever pressed. Right. And uh, so I bought the first three that they did, and uh, I found another Lightning Hopkins one that I ordered. All came with download cards because those are all reissues. And then I ordered three that were original pressings. So from way back in the day, um, those reissues were seventeen ninety eight, something like that, eighteen bucks basically. Shipping for the whole thing was six fifty. You know, uh, priority mail. Right. Um, totally worth it. They look badass. I mean, they, they they're are. very so. These awesome. other ones though were thirty five bucks a pop because they're oh. original, which sucks. Right. But uh, it's an Atlanta Blues 1933, um, unreleased, rec- previously unre- or unissued recordings. So it's Blind Willie McTell, Curly Weaver, and Buddy Moss. All right. I'm excited about that. Then I found there was these uh, Negro Religious Music Sanctified Singers, part one, part two, and then also the uh, Singing Preachers. Well, I ordered <laughs> part one because I think this may have uh, this may have some of that Roots shit. I'm yeah, for. totally. And these are all from... Uh, most of these recordings are 1926, 27, 29, 30 from that era. Yeah, I'm interested in listening to those. See what so, those sound like. And then the last one from them was this uh, prison work songs that had been. Oh, yeah. Uh, so these aren't actually in the prison, but it's in a studio. These guys sang these songs. Um, you may, you know, laugh all you want, jackasses. Prison work songs. But this is blue. This is uh, jazz. It's American roots yeah. music. And uh, you know, for what it would be, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, 
it's uh you're kind of looking at um oh brother where art thou yeah at the at you know the chain gang at the beginning so dogs hang into a tin can yeah and then i've got a small handful of records from uh uh disc lands warehouse records oh, yeah sale that I'm excited. what do you want to start with well you got a lot of good stuff over there let's just get a little classy why don't we oh we're gonna do a little rufus no, that's oh. not classy, Hilden. That's just sexy. We have to play that one. Though. I mean, at some point. Let's just do that now. Since I since I opened the show with it. Yeah. So this was one of my one of my purchases for a buck. That's awesome. Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. For those of you who don't know, Shaka Khan! Rufus is a band of a bunch of white guys with big big ass beards, and Shaka Khan. Who is not white? for a little bit in there. I know. <laughs> like, oh, we're still white. Then we go back to being awesome. Holy shit balls. Nothing makes me happier than a good funk tune, man. No. Nothing. It doesn't need to be anything other than simply badass. I know. I know. And really, simplicity is kind of the key to badassitude there. Yeah. For real. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, we may come back to that. That was, uh, off of, that was side A track one. You got the love. Side one track one. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So good. We just alternate back and forth. Well, I don't really care how we do this. Or you could do it. If you got another one, I'm just going to keep up. touching Shaka Khan every now and then. Well, no, why not? She's hot. She's very hot. hot. All right, what do you got now? Let's look at Duke Ellington. Oh, yeah. The Togo Brava Suite. It's two LPs. I don't know this suite. What's the, what's the, 
I don't know well, any of the pieces off of this one. No, you do. Oh. You do. Uh, side one is C-Jam Blues. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And followed by the Togo Brava Togo Suite. So Soul Soothing Beach, uh, Nature Element. Side two, Togo Brava Brava Togo Suite. <laughs> right on Togo. Happy Reunion. Oh, it's Amor Amor and Right on Togo. So that's the remainder of the suite. Happy Reunion. Lotus Blossom is on here. Oh, okay. As well as Cottontail. Oh, I uh, like Lotus Melotone, Blossom. I got it bad. So there's some badass stuff. Um, I don't know. We're, I'd try that, but that's track four, man. Lotus Blossom? Yeah. Let's just start at uh, side two, track one. The, All right. Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm this, interested in where this is going. Yeah, so this is the second half of the suite. All right. Essentially. And I have to say, Duke Ellington's suites, for those that don't follow or have listened to much Duke Ellington, Duke Ellington went through this very long period where he was writing suites of music, sort of almost like jazz versions of, you know, how a classical suite will be lots of theme. Yeah, it's like a symphony. There's four movements. Yeah, and he would write all kinds of great ones for a while. I mean, some of the best music is off of these suites that that he would write. And um, one of the more famous things he did was adapt the uh, Tchaikovsky Nutcracker Suite. Yeah, which is great. Like swing versions of those tunes. Yes. Needed Pure Gint Suite as well, which is one of my favorite ones. And, uh, yeah, tons of them. Having a little trouble here because uh, when you buy a record for a dollar, sometimes they don't have them in the right order. Uh-huh. Here we go. Dude. Oh, these are in pretty amazing condition. Dude. Oh. Dude. Da-da-da. Here we go.
coughing in the background. That's awesome. That's a badass. That that's like James Bond, man. I know. Holy shit! This I can't find the year on this thing, but uh, this song brought to you by the bass trombone. Yeah, Paul Gonzalez is in the band, so it's got to be a little later. Yeah. That's he, uh, a great suite. I got to check that one out. There's he, something about Duke Ellington's writing, man. It's so well, bad. Well, it doesn't man. sound like anybody else. I know. That's what's so badass about it. All right, so let's shift gears a little bit. We're going to go to the 70s, kids. 70s. Um, we were just there, Hilden. This is uh, true. Um, uh, this particular uh, gentleman, most people know, um, this is Graham Nash, one of... Uh, my favorite uh, this this album is gonna sound like shit because I bought it like for a dollar in like an actual. Like, I also bought store that for, for a dollar. dollar. It's uh, in a real record store. Um, and out of the back of some dude's truck. <laughs> exactly. So it's all scratchy and, and shitty, but that's kind of how I like it because it's you know yeah authentic. scratchy and shitty. Um, it's like screwing a raccoon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this is Graham Nash, who uh, you know from the band Crosby, Stills and Nash. This is oh. Graham Nash. Uh, who had a solo album called Songs for Beginners. Also and, known um, as Graham Cracker, I would imagine. Yeah, they, 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 um, he is white, I think the he? one that most people recognize is Simple Man, which was in a movie with, uh, uh, I forget who, uh, um, fucking. Let's go with uh, Tom Hanks. No, 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 no. no Adam Sandler. That. Adam Sandler was uh, in it. It was a same, serious, when, when he was in thing. his drama phase. Same thing. Um, but uh, I'd like to play, uh, I'm going to have you fi- uh, go to track four. Really? Fuck you, track four. It's a tune called I Used to Be a King. And uh, what I like about this album is it's so 70s. It, you can tell he's hanging out with his friends. And uh, there are moments where I think this one starts out that way where you're going to hear the band like getting ready to record and they kept all that shit in there. Do you need me to help you out? No, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm i going to go to track whatever I find. It's going to be four, you uh-huh. bitch. Yeah, whatever I find. If you don't, I'm going to stop you it and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Watched it crumble in the dust. Yeah. 
knees. That's pretty simple. <laughs> I love it. Get used to it, kid. That's all I got in this stack. Shit like this. About, <laughs> I was the king and turned to rust, and all I could think was, the fucker ripped us off. Yeah, God damn it. That was the space bot. Oh, you're right. God damn that, he Graham Nash. off. Fuck you. Anyway, Graham Nash, Song for Beginners. It's a great album. Lots of really good tunes on there, um, you know, that are just from a really good songwriter. And, of course, he's got, you know, Crosby and Stills, like, in the background of half those tunes anyway. So it's kind of like a Crosby, Stills, and Nash album, but um, really good songwriting. Um, you can find this album for Dirt Cheap. And you can find it on iTunes, too, if you want it. So there you go. What's next for Harrow? Right. I think we're going to go with the... Uh the Ramsey Lewis trio. This is the in crowd. Uh, we're going to go to track three, side two. All right. A closing track. Another Ellington tune.
Holy shit, that was really that. good. That's such a great tune. You want to know who kicked the shit out of that tune? Steph Martins used to kick the shit yeah. out of that tune. You know, I think that comes, and I bet you that comes from the Mahalia Jackson interpretation of it, which is yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. She, so that was recorded, as you probably figured out, live. <clears throat> Excuse me, live at the Bohemia Caverns in Washington, D.C. Yeah, man. But, That's uh, the shit yeah. right there. Boy, it sounds awful. Oh, I, my God. I wonder if the, let me check the needle here real quick. I think that was the disc. Or the record, as it were. Oh, I'm sure it's the record. I just, there's got to be a lot of shit on that needle by now. Yeah. Well, that last Graham Nash album, Shitty Shape, probably gave it half the crap. Uh, here we go. I got an easy one for you, Mo. Side one, track one. Oh, I can do that. Uh, this is Josh Rouse, who um, they started playing this album that just came out. Um, this on, is heavy. On, um, this is the fancy vinyl. It's fancy vinyl. Fancy uh, vinyl. <laughs> um, this one, uh, they were playing this on the current, this title track, and he's. um. I hadn't checked any of his stuff out before. I guess he's been around for a while. Um, but it's very 70s. This album is very 70s. And, of course, I'm in a right. 70s sort of frame of mind. But this opening track is called um, Julie Come Out of the Rain. And uh, it's Josh Rouse called from the album The Happiness Waltz. It's really good. It's got a lot of great tunes on it. Um, this is just one. All right.
70s all over that you know bitch. This, this reminds me of what's that? Was uh, when we sang "Puff the Magic Dragon." Yes, <laughs> at that bar. Only ours is better. Well, clearly, but there are a lot of good. I mean, that pedal steel kind of makes the album for me. There's just something about that fucking instrument that That's I an just amazing sound. love. It's, it's this sort of hollow, ghostly. Yeah. Uh huh. And there's and and there's another tune on here called. We might if we have time we'll play it, but I don't think we will. But it's called the ocean, and the pedal steel's all the over ocean. that bitch. Um, but anyway, that's Josh Rouse called The Happiness Waltz. It's the name of the album. Um, and, of course, you can find it on iTunes right now as well. Uh, really fucking good. Uh, I recommend uh, picking that one up if you're into that 70s sound like I am. I, uh, I think we should just get fucking nuts here. All right. Uh, in the meantime, we should probably just do a quick little uh, introduction of this uh, Blue Moon Agave Nectar oh, Ale yeah. that Mo cracked open here. I have yet to try it. Um, so... Um, I haven't had a blue moon in a really long time. It tastes the same as it always did. All right. Um, this tastes nothing like blue moon. It's like sweet and creamy. It's like it does. Yeah, you can taste there's agave nectar yeah, in there like for with, sure. With tacos? It's like honey. It'd be delicious. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. Very much so. I see. I drink this just yeah. for the, that agave. Yeah, syrup. absolutely. Mm. This, uh, this one I have. Yeah, it's nice. The next label I have, or record I have here, it's got some. I don't know if this is going to skip or what, but we're going to try it. It's got a little scratch in it. It's just got kind of some goofy marks on it, like what I did immediately to my brand new Lightning Hopkins record last week. Right. Um, This is German beer drinking music. Yeah! Recorded in Germany by Hans Braun. Braun. He's Braunhaus Band. You play the record? Und chorus. You play it schnell? The name. This didn't make any sense what I just said. It doesn't matter. Uh, the the slogan the diplomat records the slogan of course diplomat fine, records fine records need not be expensive their tagline <laughs> um, I like just the picture of the steins on the front of it man that's bad well, yeah I think I will read to you from the back Germany and beer are synonymous and beer drinking songs go equally hand in hand team up this inseparable threesome with Hans Braun he's Braunhaus Band und chorus and you capture a frolicking spirit where good cheer prevails in an mm. atmosphere of happy, carefree conviviality. Frolic. So, raise the steins on a high in a toast to a musical mood which recreates a corner of old Germany in an LP, which features 11 favorite German beer-drinking songs performed and presented for your pleasure. Nice. We're going to listen to Ein Heller und Eins Batzen. <laughs>
This is awesome! <laughs> that was all I hoped it would be. This is the most schizophrenic episode of music we've ever had, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was great. Holy shit. That's when you pull out. Well, you got to pull that one out at a party at least once. Just get oh, I always pull it steins. out at a party. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Just get the steins <laughs> flowing. Exactly. Um, okay. Um, well. How many you got over there? I got a bunch. I got seven more. Oh, I don't have that many. Um, I think we have to play this one. Oh, yeah. Well, clearly. <laughs> so, Randy Newman is a, is a constant friend of the show. Yeah, if you've been listening for a while, you know we've brought him on a couple of times to do <laughs> little moments for us. He confuses us. me. <laughs> he really is funny. Uh, I uh, for, No shit. I mean, no shit. I thought he was retarded. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. And I heard that Randy Newman had a new album out. This is like a year or they two They keep ago. giving this retarded kid out. Right, that's like, weird. What? And Because, uh, you know, I don't know his story. And why would I pay attention to that? You know, America. So uh, NPR is playing this interview with Randy Newman. <laughs> and I happen to be in the car while this is going on. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? He sounds like a completely normal and actually and really intelligent. Very intelligent man, yeah. And probably crazy talented guy. Like, what the hell? Okay, we're going to play a track off the album. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's swallowing. What's a- happening? Did he have a stroke? Yeah, oh, mouth, exactly. His mouth full of food, which is what I do to make my Randy Newman impression authentic because I was always chewing food. <laughs> well, that's just yeah. It's like, I mean, and strokes aren't things to be made fun no, of. No, no, no. But, of course not. But what the hell, Randy? Yeah. You sound like you had a stroke. It really does. Uh, this know, is, why can't you just sing like you talk, man? Normal. This is uh, one of my favorite, in fact, my all-time favorite Randy Newman album is Little Criminals. Um and I, uh, it's got. I, I think, Are you gonna drop it maybe a third time? I'm trying to get the fuzz off of it. Um, track, uh, track. We're gonna have to well, play. Track we're one. gonna have to play Side track one. Track one. We're gonna have to, because this is the classic Randy Newman. There's nowhere tune else to go off of this album. There's so many great tunes on this album. This is the one that got a lot of airplay, um, and the one that you all will probably you recognize. Know, it's but so insensitive. It is insensitive, but it's everything I love about Randy Newman, especially '70s Randy right. Newman. Well, as uh, we were talking about the other day, as we listened to this for the first time, like, can you believe he submitted this to a label and was like, here, yeah, fuck why, it, why don't you print this? Mm-hmm. And they went, okay, god yep. damn it, Randy Newman. Let's also point out that the Eagles are the background singers. Yes, the which Eagles is hilarious. Which was one of the bigger bands of the seventies, I believe. At the oh, time. if not the big, the Eagles, I believe, have the highest selling album ever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. This was recorded in nineteen seventy seven. This is Randy Newman from uh, the album Little Criminals. This is his hit, Short People. The 
70s middle section. Oh, I fucking love that goddamn album. There really are legitimately. I mean, that's. I think that's a good tune. But it's seriously, a good tune. and the nasty little teeth. Nasty little teeth telling all the lies. Well, we didn't get to the, my favorite line. Is they got they got little cars that go beep beep beep. <laughs> they got little voices going meep meep meep. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. So seriously, do you think it's about Prince? <laughs> it's about Prince. It's got to be. What I mean, the, what are the short peer person is there? He's he's a motherfucker, but he is a short person. He is. He is. His little platform shoes. God damn it! Nasty I love little that teeth. Fucking love that album. Fucking Randy Newman. He's my hero. He's my songwriting hero. How much more you got over there? You want to clean me out, and then we'll, well go. I think to you? so, because I've we haven't cracked into that yet, and it, it's just it'll just be weird at that point. All right. Um. Let's see. We're gonna. That's what you do. All right, let's do this one. Um, I've been searching for, well, at Record Store Day, I found a Nick Drake album. And he's, and, of uh, course, a, uh, that's a male duck, correct? Uh, Nick Drake. A Drake. A Drake. Named Nick. Um, we'll make it easy. Track one, side one. Um, Nick Drake, of course, is a uh, singer-songwriter duck. from the 70s. He made basically three or so albums before offing himself accidentally, supposedly with painkillers or whatever. And anyway, he's been all romanticized, and there's a lot of, you know, what they call hoo-ha about this guy. About, Am I oh, too oh, old so to be romanticized at uh, this point? Yes, I think so. I think so. God, that's really disappointing. Um, anyway, this album I is... I had a really awesome exit planned. <laughs> he, had, uh, he had a couple of albums that were sort of, you know, kind of had an orchestra and a singer-songwriter thing, and this one is just him and guitar. This is an album, his, his, his probably his most famous album, it's called Pink Moon. Uh, this was a track that was used in a Volkswagen commercial to, uh, er, yeah, to great effect in, in to 2009 sell to sell cars, right? Yes. And uh, the, the people's car, yeah, the, the people's Volkswagen. car, the Volkswagen. So this is a uh, Nick Drake uh, title track off of the album Pink Moon. Thank you. 
I love that album. That vinyl sounds really fucking good too. That's a reissue. I was I was just thinking like, man, it doesn't sound like a vinyl. It sounds like a CD. No, it does. Like a lot Clean. of this shit, like that that uh, Lightning Hopkins record we listened to last time. Like this is crazy clear how yeah like. For an for an albums that were recorded way before you know now what? like this is yeah. seventy this is seventy two I think exactly like how does it sound this good yeah it, it sounds good. better than a lot of shit released now yeah this is incidentally this was a reissue in two thousand twelve last year they reissued this Pink Moon album which you can get uh um of yeah so it's uh that's a newer pressing of it that's nice sound stuff uh we'll round out my little stack I think this is all I got yeah um Josh Ritter. Another guy I didn't know about, but he's he's written he's got a lot of albums out there. Uh, this one though, I uh, I there was a tune that was out and made a lot of he he was playing late night shows with it, and it's been probably been it's probably been a single in whatever station you've got for you know that divorced fathers listen to, such as myself. <laughs> uh, his tune "Joy to You, Baby" it's was this funny. was this heartfelt tune of forgiveness for the bitch that left you, you know. So you know, of course, it resonates for guys like me. Uh, so, uh, but this, you mean like sexy strawberry blonde. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, this is my album, uh, uh, of divorce music and, uh, but, but it's, I think it's some really good songwriting on here and, uh, I'm going to make you find track four off this, oh, God. which I think is probably one of the, the, the less depressing, but it's, it's a pretty hopeful album. I'm only doing this because but, of the um, hard times, Hilden. <laughs> the hard times. And the kiosks. Um, Josh Ritter, though, he's got some really good songwriting on this uh, on this uh, on this disc, and it's all about you know feelings after divorce. So of course it resonates with me. But um, but yeah, once Mo finds the fourth track, I'm just concerned that I'm looking at the wrong one because it seems like it's well. God, you have such trouble with this. No, man. Well, there's no time limits on these, and it looks like the first couple of time limits, whatever. It looks like it's super fast, though. No, there's seven tracks, though. You got to count in. Right? Seven, six, five. It looks like four is right there. Sucks. Oh, is that one super short right there? God, you suck. Enough. I followed her out into the street. 
a lot of. Yeah, so this is new, right? Yeah, it's new. Um, here, flip. Well, let's. Flip. There's one more track on All here right. that I think is pretty interesting. It's it's really a kind of. It feels like a throwback. All right. Um, yeah, this one's this one reminds me of a Zombusical tune we did, which is why I kind of like it, but it's different. Uh, that tune is called Hopeful. And this one's the Zombusical called, can be found at robotpanic.com slash music. I'll go ahead and download it. $10. Zombusical <laughs> will be yours. Uh, we can pay our bills. <laughs> Lots of bills. Lots of bills. And our legal fees. Yeah, mostly legal fees. <laughs> mostly legal fees. <laughs> The inevitable legal fees. All right, here we go. Last track's called Lights. Lights. So there it is. Josh Ritter, it's called uh, The Beast Within. Or no, The Beast, no, and, the its beast tracks. and Its Tracks. Sorry, The Beast and Its Tracks. And uh, that was a couple tunes off that uh, that album. So uh, Josh Ritter. So that's my 70s collection. That's my 70s, actual 70s and 70s-esque. All right. Well, I guess this next section is uh, a bunch of music from guys in their 70s. <laughs> Except now they're dead. They're dead. Because of science. <laughs> or prison camps. And also science. Um, I have nothing to tell you about this first one because I know nothing about it other than, man, new vinyl looks amazing. I don't know. Don't you love new vinyl? Kind of want to hump it. I do kind of. Um, we're just I'm just going to put it at the top and see what happens. This is the first record ever released by Arhuli Records, the label. And the man, it's so this is all blues, essentially. This is Mance Lipscomb, M A N C E, <laughs> Lipscomb, Texas sharecropper and songster. Nice. What the fuck? Fucking, really? I love it, man. Sharecropper. sharecropper. I can't believe it. That's oh, insane. <laughs> this is why Texas is awful. But nonetheless, 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to be happy they gave me this. I'm sure. Now, fretted woman, she done something she had never done before. She was in the bed with another man. Made friends, fighting on the floor. He got mad. He got bad. Who with his gun and his hand? Fretted woman, son coming. When fell down on her knees, I'm gonna hear her crying now, Freddie. Spare my life if you please. I know you're mad. You got bad with your gun and your hand. Freddie meets a policeman with his big gun in his hand. Fred, I heard you done killed your woman. He said, Yes, I'm looking for that man. He made me mad. I got bad with my gun. In my hand, Fred said, look at your judge. Judge, wouldn't have you gotten mad? You'd have come in home and found your woman with another man in your bed. You'd have gotten mad. You'd have got bad with your gun in your hand. Fred said, now, mama, mama, you have to let me go. Cause the woman is Those fucking bitches. And I had a shooter. So <laughs> called Freddy. Oh. I like it, man. I swear, man. I, I'm serious. Like, there's something about this yeah, that to is. me is incredibly soothing. It is. I I don't know if my parents played blues for me when I was a baby. <laughs> I doubt it. Given that they were, you know, ELCA Lutherans <laughs> to the core. Right. Uh, not that they don't like the blues. It's just that. They're more interested in, if you would please turn your hymnals, right, uh, right. the Green Book to page Spirituals. 467, we will all hymnal. sing, or rather, we will drone on, <laughs> Onward Christian Soldiers. <laughs> and then the organ starts to play, and some crazy old bat in front of you. Yes, a mighty fortress is our God. What the hell? So, uh, yeah, that's fucking nuts, man. Like, this is, this is early-ass blues. What year was that recorded? Oh, uh, well, these were going to be later. So these will be because rec- uh, 59, maybe 60, okay. like 58, 59, 60, somewhere around there recorded. I mean, there's right. a picture of him sitting in a room full of white hippies. Well, oh, I wow. guess hippies are white. That's just kind of just by definition, I guess. But uh, the dude was old by that time. By the time he got recorded. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man, like that. That's awesome. That's. You know, Robert, it reminds me a lot of Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you know, it's 12-bar blues, kind of. Yeah. You know, 12 bars roughly the form when it comes out, but it really doesn't matter, more or less. So this uh, this next one, so this is the second album they released. This is Big Joe Williams. Tough Times is the name of the album. Again, uh, guitar and voice, I'm assuming, this will be blues again. Uh, I figure we'll start. Sloppy Drunk Blues. Yeah! Track one. <laughs> I love it already. My kind of guy. I really be sloppy drunk, mama. I'm 
running around here, boys. Just welcome to the soul and soul. I cried, ooh, wee, baby. Bring me one more half a pint. That vinyl sounds amazing. It does. It's really fucking good. So again, these are reissues. The previous one and this one. Reissues come with download cards. Nice. Um. Yeah, badass, man. If you buy them from Arhuli, arhuli.com, A-R-H-O-O-L-I-E.com, you can uh you can pick up that both the vinyl and the download code for seventeen ninety eight ish nice. roughly. That's great. And uh, I'll tell you this much: uh, they are not much for communication in general. Uh, for example, I ordered these seven, these seven discs, LPs, whatever, and uh, you know I got my bill immediately from PayPal for one hundred and eighty six bucks or right. so. And absolutely no no sign of confirmation from these guys. <laughs> if that money went anywhere. Yeah, well, and after after three days, it was like, so, hey, guys, uh, what's going on? You know, sent them an email. You're right. And I still heard nothing. And then later that day, they shipped. I got a shipping notice. Huh. Well, there you go. You know, uh, a priority shipping tracking tracking number. And then, and then later, either that night or the next day, I got an email that said, hey, uh, got your email. Everything shipped today. You know, it's well, all good. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, all right. Well, thanks for the cash. That's a little weird that you uh, don't have any like automatic because it's of course it's obviously it's not an auto confirm, right? Whatever. But yeah, so it'll come. Your shit'll come. Just uh, you gotta trust them. So this one, third album they released, Black Ace. <laughs> That's all I got for you. All right. Black Ace. The uh we're gonna listen to I am the Black Ace. <laughs> Both caught in your hair. I am the black ace. I'm the boss caught in your hand. But I'll play for you, mama. If you please, let me be your man. Sometimes a black ace never comes inside. Sometimes a black ace never comes inside. But I'll play for you, mama, 
If you please will treat me right. Tongue is dirty. Healthy. I'm the black ace. I shove it in your ass. What? Well, that mean the card. Uh, playing poker. poker. Shove it in the hole. Uh, and stuff. That's another good sounding vinyl, though. Holy shit. Those reissues are stellar. This one I love. I uh, I love the dude's fucking singing, and he's playing on some crazy ass guitar. It like a dombro, like a dombro, sticking in your ass. <laughs> Put your hands on my balls. What? The blue wheeled lady snatches. <laughs> These records are hard to put back in their in their jackets. They'll go into their sleeves real nice, but their jackets say no. Damn it. All right. So now we jump ahead to the 11th album they did. This is another Lightning, Lightning Sam Hopkins. Oh, good. Should we end with this one? I don't know. We got two more after this. That's All the, right. uh, oh, I guess we could. No, I got three more, but we could do two of them. The uh, spirituals and the prison song. Oh, okay, I cool. need to hear those. So uh, let's uh, just, we'll go with track one, which is Meet You at the Chicken Shack. <laughs> oh, God, man. We should have saved that one for the last. Chicken Shack's funny. Chicken Shack. Get back. They have no dance tonight over there. They call that little chicken shack. Well, you are gonna meet me there. All right, walk along and and tell me when you know we near about there. I know my girl gonna be there. He's making shit up. I don't know what's going on. You ready, Spider? Let's just play some shit. The drummer who only plays on this tune is called, his name is Spider Kilpatrick. (laughs) He's trying to cash in on what the hip kids are listening to. He's Irish. I still, man, this dude just talking. I love his his voice voice so much. And again, I don't know what, the, the, all these records sound really good. They did a, such yeah. a great job in remastering them or whatever they did to them. Uh, yeah. They sound I don't fucking know. good. 
it's his voice in particular, man. Yeah, his like I said that you that won't be listening to last week. Yeah. Man. Holy shit! Right out of the gate, so so killing everything I was hoping for and then some. But uh, yeah, Spider Kill Patrick. I wasn't expecting him. <laughs> what a nice treat, we Spider. Better, we better hurry down there, Spider. I know my girl is down there. My girl's coming back. Don't ask me why, but I know it. All right, so let's uh, let's dig into something I'm a big fan of: religious music. <laughs> Reverend Mo. But but pa- with my, pen- Mo. my pending Reverendism. Uh, Reverenditis. Is that a condition you can be stricken well, with? You're gonna find out. I will be finding out. Marry all you bitches. <laughs> all right. So we're just going to, again, I think I'm going to go with side one track when I wish my mother was on that train. I'm going to assume the train is driving off a cliff. <laughs> so this is from, it's called Negro Religious Music Sanctified Singers Part One. <laughs> oh, is it excuse part me. One? Yeah, there's two volumes. Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Wonder will my mother be on that train? The train I'm a talking about, she's a moving through the lane. Good Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Some of us have mothers, Lord, they left us here below. They gone to live with Jesus and the rest forevermore. Expect to meet all them. In the home beyond the sky, good Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? I wonder will my mother be on that train? The train I'm talking about, she's a moving to the lane. Oh Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Oh Christian, you better be ready, as standing in one band, for the gospel train is coming. She's a moving through the lane because station blue. Lord, you better be ready to go. Good Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Wonder will my mother be on that train? The train I'm talking about. She's a moving through the lane. My Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Walk down, you stand the trembling and you don't know what to do. This train, she run to glory. She's moving through the lane. She does see the main. He will always stop that train. My Lord, I wonder, will my mother be on that train? Wonder, will my mother be on that train? The train I was talking about, she's moving through the lane. Good Lord, I wonder, will my mother be on that train? What center your train is coming? I know she's going to fly. I know about rumbling, but she's always draped in black. I'll bid you fare you well, for you made your bed in hell. Oh, Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Wonder will my mother be on that train? The train I'm talking about, she's moving to the lane. Good Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Good Lord, I wonder will my mother be on that train? Wow, that's really interesting. It is, man, and it's it's a blues form. That's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's from 1926. Which, in perspective, wow, that sounds amazing. This is a year before Louis Armstrong made his legendary mm-hmm. West End blues recording in Chicago. Um, 
Fletcher Henderson was putting a band together. Yeah. Uh, Duke Ellington was about to take over the gig at the Cotton Club in New York. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a long ass time yeah. ago. <laughs> so uh, cool. That's good. Well, it's I what like I was it. hoping it would be. Yeah. I totally. mean, yeah. Two unaccompanied singers. Interesting uh, piece of history right there. It is. That's just it. As we look. Pretty amazing that they dug that up. Yeah, I, well, I want to know who was making these recordings. Well, like, yeah, like how they found them. I want to know, like, at that time, to be black and be a musician meant you more or less didn't get recorded. Yeah, you were invisible to most of the uh, world. So there must have been a yeah. Couple well, I mean, of there were a few, yeah, there were some labels, and I'm I don't know. There must have been somebody looking out to make sure that that stuff was captured. That's cool. So this last one is uh. This is a prison work song. So this is, these are recorded in like 58, 59 or so uh, by a variety of musicians. But I think I'm going to try and play track two, which is uh, called Take This Hammer. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. This old hammer goes to heaven. Lightweight man, Lordy. Lightweight man. Rosie, 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 Rosie,
same time you know it's the it's, it's part of the authentic nature yeah there, I guess. yeah man that was surreal that was like i didn't realize they had that two sort of things happening two vocalists going on kind yeah of well again weaving in and out all in response in yeah. a sense there's, there's two kind of things happen it yeah i don't know man this is awesome yeah I, uh, it's really... everything i was hoping it would be that's awesome all right well i think that's probably going to be our show what do you think i think so all right then uh, that it's gonna do it for us for this week. Um, I guess you could, uh, you know, go to robotpanic.com and buy the Zombusical. Buy the Zombusical. Uh, you could also, you know, post a couple things in a, a post on the blog if you want. Uh, you can also call us 612 424 3835. Uh, don't forget, you can email us mailbag at drunkengamersradio.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio. Uh, that's going to do it for us. As always, folks, until next time, this has been DG Radio. 